Welcome to the Bark Stereo Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures through the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15 plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S T A R Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you've got an extra buck or two, you'd mind tossing the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Starry Music Podcast. Also considering help get the word on the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Elvis Costello. I used to be disgusted. Now I try to be amused. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Starry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 236. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler, Pine City, The B-Dale Club, and Canine Inspired Change. Also, thanks to all the folks who contributed to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you on a beautiful spring day here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Golf course is opening up. Nice. I can't wait for the world to get back to normal. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Live at 6.05 on Wednesday and Saturday went awesome. I did 18 original songs on Wednesday and 18 1980s songs on Saturday. I can't thank people enough for the requests, the donations, and tuning in. It's been a blast. Upcoming shows. Going to do live at 6.05 again this week on Wednesday and Saturday. Wednesday, I'm going to do 1970s hour, and Saturday, I'm going to do country hour. Hope you can tune in. It's part one of two with longtime Twin Cities musician, owner of Bread Sound Studios, and guitar player for GB Layton, Patrick Tanner. We talk COVID-19, musician hearing, his new album, Do You Still Believe in Rock and Roll, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Difficult. I can have I have the occasional session if it's like one person and they basically have to sign a document saying that they don't know anybody in North America that is you know even been close to anybody that knew somebody else. But all the gigs are you know for April are gone and uh, you know then there are summer cancellations coming in. Um, I think a lot of people are. You know, if it's a bigger show and and it's a, if it's a show that needs insurance, you know, people are um, canceling stuff further and further out because they don't know what's going to happen and they don't want to put down a deposit on something that may very well not. So, yeah, it's been interesting. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, interesting here too. I've lost all my shows, and I do all that therapy dog work for uh, um, for St. Paul, like Ramsey County, and all these level four schools and stuff. I lost all that, and then all my gigs, and it has been interesting. Yeah, it it really has. So I mean, that's why I I took to uh, Facebook Live and did a couple of shows that way, and um, um, that actually. To me, it was like the, the perfect gig because I don't have to pack anything up, tear <laughs> anything down. And when the show is over, guess what? I go upstairs and uh, and I'm done, you know. I know. So, I love them, too. <laughs> and, and it's like the best part is that there is no, you know, six TVs that you have to look at while you're playing. Um, uh, no clinking glasses that I can see. Um so I know being just like a natural born introvert. I'm still enjoying my border bourbon bottle from 45th Parallel after my Saturday night Facebook live shows. I was reading up on it and found it kind of interesting that they release it after four years of age using traditional aging techniques and medium char in Ozark white oak barrels that are constructed from wood staves that are dried for three years. Kind of cool. Fort of the Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka to producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. Fort of the Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy, slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45thparalleldistillery.com for hours and more information. So when you're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians live on Facebook, try a 45th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. Um, uh, no clinking glasses that I can see. Um, so I know being just like a natural born introvert, <laughs> this is this is this could be a lot worse for me believe me yeah i'm getting by i'm real more of a social guy so i miss all my friends and all the stuff i like to go out and do and all my shows and so it it definitely sucks but but i think most it's the money thing just to be able to make them live i've been doing this for a living so long yeah no that's that's the thing it's it's a really interesting time right now because Usually, uh, everything is so polarized and everybody is on one side or the other. And it's, you know, the COVID-19 doesn't care if you have money or don't have money. Um, it, it affects everybody in the same way, I think, to a degree that we haven't seen before. Obviously, it's kind of, if you don't already don't have any money, it's going to be worse. But it's something that we all have in common and everybody has to just kind of be on board with this new reality. Yeah. When do you think we'll be able to start playing again? May, That's, June? You know, I don't really know. But what I'm hearing everybody say in local government is, okay, which this is not going to happen for another 30 days or whatever. I think everybody's very careful not to say this is not going to happen in three months or four months because it's going to make people freak out. Um, so I think they're wording things very, um, uh, they're wording things in a way as to not freak out the public. 
And um, that's probably smart from a, you know, a psychological point of view. It's just difficult to, uh, to say where the whole thing is headed. Um, and personally, I just take it week by week. It's kind of like, for me, it's like either I'm looking at something like this or I'm looking at, at, a, at a booking calendar that takes me through part of next year. And usually I just tend to focus on what's right in front of me uh, rather than to freak out about having to go to Fargo in the third week of December <laughs> and not knowing who's going to be driving. You know what I mean? Oh, I hear you, man. I hear you. 2020 Renegade Jeep Trailhawk lease for $245 a month. 2020 Jeep Cherokee Limited lease for $284 a month. Always great deals at ID Chrysler. And I should know because I'm still in love with my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler, Pine City, Minnesota. With 250,000 miles on my old car, with just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, Pine City, and the staff could have been more helpful with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at idcdjr.com or take the beautiful drive up 35 to 715 Northridge Court Northwest, Pine City, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Pine City today and enjoy a safe spring season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Um, but how's your, how's your ears? My ears? Yeah. Um, actually, this winter, I had like some sort of, it was the cold from hell. Who knows what it was? But it hit my ears really, really bad. And um, so I went in to see somebody, and while I was there, they had a audiologist there, and they said, "Hey, do you want to get your hearing hearing checked while you're uh, while you're here?" And I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, I guess I should, because I hadn't in probably ten or fifteen years, and I have perfect hearing." <laughs> what? Yeah, I do, and um, I think some of it's got to be genetics. You know, my parents could hear a pin drop until the end. And the other is that I, I have always, you know, since I became a full-time musician, I've been wearing earplugs with 30 decibel filters all the shows. And um, I got to have those or I can't sleep, you know. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, I mean, it took a little while to get used to it. But once you're used to it, it's, it's good. So I'm very happy that I can still make records and hear everything I'm supposed to be hearing and how are your ears? Bad. It got real oh, bad yeah. this year. I've always had tinnitus or tinnitus or whatever. And this year on, on January 1st, my buddy Paul that ran the Commander in Breezy Point, he shot himself. And then so I did the, the show afterwards the next day, and I played four hours and DJed four hours and emceed this big... Um, anyway, mm -hmm. so I came back, my ears were ringing just awful and it would not go down and I went to the doctor and so I've always had a bad right ear and a lot of musicians have a little cutaway at 4k on the high end. They can mm -hmm. just tell you're a musician, but my right ear just goes right off. So my tinnitus is just so loud. It drove me just nuts. I couldn't do anything. I've always been careful with that, but I got stung this year pretty bad. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, uh. Um, it's, you know, one of those occupational 
hazards. And from what I'm told, uh, there's there are some stuff you can do to minimize it if you're really suffering from ringing in the ears. And do you have uh, that at all? Do I? Yeah. No, that was the thing though. Wow. That like where when I went in to get my ears checked because they were really plugged up and I didn't know what the hell was going on, just kept going on and on. Then my ears were ringing, but once that cleared up, they went away. Um, and uh, But I hear caffeine. If you already have tinnitus, uh, if you already have that caffeine, if you're drinking a lot of coffee, that can affect it negatively. For sure. If yep. I'm so told. And dehydration. Caffeine, dehydrated, tired, all that stuff triggers it. Yeah. For me, anyway. Um, well, let's let's get talking about your new record, uh, Patrick Tanner. Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. How you doing there, Patrick? I'm doing really good. How are you? Oh, awesome, man. Well, we're in quarantine, so we're doing my very first over-the-phone Skype slash FaceTime interview here with with Patrick, and uh, we're so bear with us. But it's we're, I think we got the the kinks figured out for the most part. And yeah. uh, so, you, how is everything at Bread Sound Studios lately? It's good, you know. I mean, it's right downstairs from where I spend all my time. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's easy for me. I go down there and I make music, even if it's not for myself or somebody else. Uh, After we're done here, I'm doing a drum track for a uh, singer-songwriter in Sweden. So then I can just drop box the tracks and, you know, do that. So So Patrick's been on the podcast a number of times and... and we for the G, the new GB Layton record and your own solo record. Are you, did you do any more Swedish records again? Uh, some people have asked me about it. Right now, it just feels like um, I did it, and uh, and then the door opened. Did it? Door closed. So I haven't done any more writing in Swedish. I think it was just one of those pent up kind of things that um, I was supposed to do. I'm glad that I did it, and who knows what happens in the future, but I have no future plans right now to make another one. Okay. Everything changes. Everything changes all the time. <laughs> I agree. So your new record, Do You Still Believe in Rock and Roll, just came out this week, and that's got to be pretty exciting, isn't it? Yeah. it's uh, The record itself has, uh, has been done for five years. Are you serious? It's been done for five years. Yeah, you know, I made the Swedish record, and that came out right around the time I, uh, um, you know, I joined GB Layton. And I had this record right behind it, ready to release it, and then GB Layton got very busy, and I realized that was going to be a a really big commitment. And uh, it didn't seem like I, there was ever a good time to, to, to put it out. My life took a good turn when Copper, the Wonder Gold, and I became part of Canine Inspired Change. All the heartwarming and memorable experiences we've gained from doing therapy dog work can't be counted or put into words. Canine Inspired Change is a nonprofit organization dedicated to giving vulnerable youth the social emotional tools they need to be active participants in their schools and their communities. Our work helps these remarkable young people transcend trauma, social struggles, and isolation by sparking meaningful connections with dogs volunteers and each other if you are interested in giving back to the community with your dog or contributing to this worthwhile nonprofit organization please look into canine inspired change at canineinspiredchange.org 
And now it's like now it's like your calendar is cleared. Okay, what do I have? Well, I have a record to release that I didn't. And um, and I wanted to do something also. I mean, the whole record is very, has a, a you know, kind of like a, a do-it-yourself ethic to it. Just bang it out, get pissed off, get angry, and and stick it out there. I mean, it, it goes back to the stuff that I did when I was 14 and 15, where it was like, okay, who's got a, who's got a cassette player? Who has the microphone? Uh, okay, let's do this. Let's record something and then, you know, find a place that can press it or whatever. And, and, you know, you can, you just circumvent all the usual channels. And that's what I did this time. I decided, you know, it's like Corona times. Okay. Well, maybe not, a physical product this time because people don't want anything in the mail that no. is by anybody. And, and the other thing was just, you know, I'm going to release it just through my website and I'm not going to do uh, streaming on this one. And I'm kind of making a point, a point of that. Um, not because I think I'm going to change something or, but I'm sick of getting really long uh, royalty statements and to see that I've been paid a fraction of a penny. And, you know, I mean, I released this record a few days ago and I've already made more money on it than than I would from like four years worth of Spotify. <laughs> so, so I think that, you know, Spotify doesn't miss me. I don't miss Spotify. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I really think that streaming is is legalized theft in so many ways. I realize that it's very convenient. I realize that it's cheap, um, but I also see that artists and songwriters are really not getting anything back. Oh, of course not. Um, and 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 I think. Spotify in particular is from Sweden too, so that kind of hurts because they're doing something that's very un-Swedish, at least in my book. You know, I agree, and it's starting to happen in the podcast world as well. Is these podcasts are going instead of from iTunes, where I can actually purchase music from iTunes and put it in my collection, they're all going to Spotify, which is something I can't purchase music from. It just has to be streaming. And yeah. I, so the podcast that jumps specifically to Spotify, I, I don't even follow them anymore because I'm I'm not really happy with Spotify either. Um, but you ever thought about putting it on iTunes at all, like so people can download it, and put it in a playlist and things like that? Because there's some songs on here that I would love to play on like a set break amongst all this other stuff, but I can't get them if they're not on iTunes. Uh, well, I can send you a. Oh, did I send you a drop? I already have. Yeah, I have that. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) I want to tell you all one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B. Dale Club, located on the corner of Count Road B. And Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is a fact. The food at T-Birds Cafe and Takeaway is always great. JT is open for DoorDash, 5 to 9 p.m., the burgers are off the charts. Trust me. Also, it was great to run into B-Dale legend Paul today at Jimmy John's. 
I miss my BDL buddy crew, that's for sure. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. I've been told that being talked about in these podcast ads, the Waller's Woodhill Cocktails. We're selling like hotcakes. Karaoke, live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo nights, botch ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one when Minnesota bars are back open. You know, this is like, this is kind of like uncharted territory, but, you know, um, it goes back to, to that thing that we did, my band and many other bands in my hometown, where we circumvented the entire the entire business and um i'm gonna see what happens with this record as far as that goes you know this is kind of an experiment and um yeah i just wanted to trash it out in my opinion and i've studied you a bunch of times for the podcast i think this is my favorite record of yours period I think it's just spectacular. I've listened to it for the last number of days here. It seems very high energy. Uh, It's really tight. It's really rocking. It's got this kind of youthful aggression to it. And the rock and roll theme, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, So what would you, like, I'm just kind of curious because one of the songs I was just listening to, one of my favorite ones, is called One Way Rock and Roll Ride. And the first concert I ever saw was at Float Right Park with Soul Asylum, Teen and the B-Sides, and, um, well, Gin Blossoms and the one band, I'm trying to think, it just had it in my head, too. They had the song called Got No Shame. Not Sister Hazel, but one of those bands. Anyway, it sounds like, one of that song sounds like one of those those rock bands, those hard rock bands. It's really, really cool. So I was wondering what your influences were, what you wanted this record to sound like. Well, One Way Rock and Roll Ride, that particular song uh, was born out of a, a conversation that I had with, uh, with Tina Schleski, actually. And uh, a number of years ago, you get to a certain point, you get to a certain age, and, and uh, the first line of the song is, how long can this go on? Well, it'll go on for as long as we let it. And um, I think that over the years, we've had one or two pep talks in in one direction or the other where, you know, it's like, yeah, this is what we do. What else are we going to do? This is it, you know? And uh, if you're looking for encouragement from the outside world, you're you're probably not going to last as long as, as if you have some, uh, some perseverance and just, you know, adhere to your own belief system. And, um, you know, it's so far, I mean, I'm still here. She's still there. Uh, we're still doing stuff. We're still trying to challenge ourselves. But as far as influences on this record, I think it just goes back to my punk rock days. And I quote little bits and pieces from um, uh, uh, different punk rock songs. But I would say that what influenced it was that first wave of British punk rock. So you'd have some of the melodic content from the Buzzcocks, and you will have some of the I don't give a crap from the damned. I got a new rose, I got a good. Yes, I knew that I always would. I can't stop to mess around. I got a brand new rose in town. See the sun. 
uh, maybe some political stuff from the clash. And, uh, you know, once you have that stuff from back in, it's kind of in your DNA. And I was just pissed off, you know, I was just, I was pissed off then and I'm still pissed off now. And I, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, dancing with the stars in one of the, one of the songs is one of those, one of those things that you wonder why it's on TV, but there it is. And that was long before Sean Spicer appeared after having been what he was to the White House. And I'm like, how quick we are to forgive somebody who basically said that there are alternate, there are alter, alternative facts. And then, boom, he's out of the White House and now he's dancing with the stars. You know, to me, it's just... It, you can't make that stuff up. Bizarre. Yes, bizarre for sure. As far as I mean, even even Richard Nixon ended up on a stamp eventually. You know, <laughs> I we, think we have, we have a lot of forgiveness. Yes, I'm kind of asking, like musically, like what bands were you trying to emulate as far as like your tones and sound and your instrumentation. Uh, I don't think I was trying to emulate a particular band. I was basically trying to fast, to play as fast as I could and sing as high as I could. And uh, there's a couple of songs there where I remember doing the vocals and I'm singing, I'm singing so high and with so much volume that, you know, I would see stars. I had to take a little break, you know, in between a vocal take because I'm seeing little dots behind my eyelids you know because i'm deprived of oxygen or something <laughs> but yeah no i was i was trying to do like a punk rock thing and um because that's i came out of that scene and i still love that kind of music and i just love to to bang on crap and turn it up really loud and and uh, and not give a damn every once in a while. There's nothing poetic about this record at all. It just cuts straight to, you know, whatever the song is about is what the song is about. And I'm not trying to say it in a poetic way, necessarily. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler Pine City, The B-Dale Club, and Canine Inspired Change. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.
Back. 